Vincent Theodore. Today's March 4th, 2022, and I'm in my basement studio recording office, I guess you'd call it, in Cape Elizabeth. Can't help but think how lucky I am, given the circumstances in the world around us. Since we've last been together, the, the world has changed. Russia invaded Ukraine. There's moral clarity about who's right, who's wrong on that issue. And for some people, there's a real moral imperative. And that's what the show is about, is kind of where I'm at and what I'm going to do about the war in Ukraine, how I can help. And not surprisingly, you know, it has to do with housing. But but let's face it, I mean, what what now is so abundantly clear is that Vladimir Putin and the Russian state have essentially duped their people with a mass disinformation campaign. The state-sponsored propaganda has convinced these soldiers and countrymen to invade Ukraine because they've been told that what they're doing is just and what their goal is is to liberate Ukrainians from Nazis. And that is just completely not true. And it's such an insult to the memory of the Holocaust because, of course, so many Jews were exterminated by Nazis in World War II in what is now Ukraine. And the current president, Volodymyr Zelensky, is Jewish. The people of Ukraine are not Nazis. So the Russian soldiers that have been told and brainwashed by the Russian state propaganda that they are liberators that will be welcomed as World War II heroes have instead been meeting the reality that is the morgue in Belarus. They're, the death toll is piling up. There's massive Russian casualties and starvation. They've run out of they run out of fuel um, and are demoralized at the same time, of course, being pressured to continue this assault on the Ukrainian people. So, you know, it just makes things very clear. And what's very clear is that the enemy of the truth is the enemy of the people. And you'd think that Hitler's World War II extermination of the Jews in Europe would be enough of a lesson to know it was Hitler who coined the phrase the big lie, apparently, in his 1925 autobiography, Mein Kampf. I didn't read it, but I saw a reference to it when I was doing research. Uh, So apparently he coined the phrase the phrase and what it means is just like a lie that's so audacious that your average smock wouldn't you know think anybody could actually lie about something like that like your average person fibs about regular stuff and so they think like well nobody would lie about that and you throw in to the big lie all this merchandise you know like marketing techniques of T-shirts and slogans and flags and boots and whistles and dogs. And in World War II, what we saw was that this big lie could transform anti-Semitism that was widespread in Europe at the time into a murder machine that became the Holocaust. That was the big lie machine. Then now we see the big lie in Vladimir Putin to his soldiers and countrymen that they are liberators of Ukraine. And the most important thing to me 
the the eye opening, the awakening is that the big lie in the United States is equally dangerous, and the big lie, of course, that is perpetuated by Donald Trump, that the election was stolen. So we have to do our part in fighting the war in Ukraine, and thankfully we have very clear, um, you know, you know, division between good and bad. We have on the one hand the evil empire. We have on the other the stuff of legends in Volodymyr Zelensky and the Ukraine people, the the face of freedom. They are displaying at a level that we haven't seen in our lifetime courage. And and I'm grateful for that, for, for witnessing that, because it's so inspiring. And, you know, in our country, we have uh, the perpetuators of a lie that an election was stolen. And, and that lie is not without consequence. We saw on January 6th, that lie causing the followers of Donald Trump, these neo-Nazis who made their appearance recently at the CPAC satellite show that Marjorie Green showed up at where they're cheering Putin. We have these neo-Nazis, these groups in America. We have Donald Trump saying that the election was stolen when that's not the case. And that lie is causing people to attempt to overthrow our government. We need to wake up and we need to do stuff about it. So the war in Ukraine is, uh, um, um, you know, just provides sudden moral clarity. Okay, the, the, the so-called, you know, microaggressions and the, oh, I'm offended by my pronoun and, you know, all that stuff, sort of water over the dam. It's black and white now. Like, what are we fighting for? Our freedom of expression. And, and I... <laughs> The moral imperative is to do something. So what are we going to do? And what I think we can do. The epiphany I had since I've been on this journey, you know, regarding housing in Maine, if, you, if you're not up to speed, just look at my earlier shows. It's been an issue locally. It's been an issue in the state. It's been an issue nationally. And I have been in the thick of it. And and I know a little bit about housing, and my response to the Ukraine war is this, that we in Maine can rise to the occasion, answer the call, and welcome refugee families from the war here. Because the saddest story, or at least one of the saddest stories on the reporting of the war, I mean, I read them all, and what resonates with me, what the, the primal scream is the story of the million refugees who left Ukraine in the first week. Okay, they're, they're just sending all the women and children out of the country and leaving the men behind to fight. And so these families, that, you know, these women and these kids, you know, they're walking miles and miles with no destination in sight, no nothing. You know, they, they had to leave everything, their cars, everything, nowhere to go. And, um, and that's the future. That's the future of democracy. Those... You know, that's that's what we're fighting about. So why not here in Maine, why not here in Cape Elizabeth be the port in the storm? And we are, you know, we have the best, most photographed lighthouse. Why not be the port in the storm for Ukrainian families fleeing war and provide housing for them? And so Plan B, which is a citizen petition that I've discussed, but I'll just remind people, Plan B is a citizen petition that I've begun in Cape Elizabeth to enable 
the development of community housing, community housing being defined as housing for low-income, moderate-income families on town-owned land, but it would be developed by private developers. Why not, you know, make community housing with an emphasis on kids and families? That's the key. That's what I'm trying to do is create housing in Cape Elizabeth with an emphasis on kids and families. And until the war, it was about, well, just kids and families, you know, the workforce just attracting kids and families to Cape Elizabeth because that's what we do best is educate kids in a beautiful, safe community with a lot of open space. But now it's like, (laughs) you know, with an emphasis on kids and families and refugees from war-torn countries. Like, that's how we can help. Like, how can we help? That's how we can help, is we can welcome families here. Like, if I was a mother with children, and I am a mother, and my children are my treasure. I can't imagine anything more valuable. And I, I can't imagine if I was leaving my country, what would be more important to me than seeking a place that's safe and where my kids could be educated. And I can't imagine a bigger contribution that communities could make than welcoming these families and, uh, you know, educating the kids. So I'm excited to continue the effort to create Plan B, make it successful. What it is is a petition. We need the requisite signatures, and ideally it will go out to public referendum in November, and then the town council would take it up and put out an RFP, and we would develop community housing. So stay tuned. Uh, I also wanted to comment briefly uh, on the, there's been stories in the paper about Lindsey Graham, okay, the Republican senator from South Carolina who's been saying that Vladimir Putin should be assassinated, and he's quoted, like, are there any Brutus in Russia, or are there, referring to, who, you know, the person who betrayed Julius Caesar. And, of course, you know, what Lindsey Graham says publicly as a United States senator representing the people of South Carolina is very different than what I say. But I said on Facebook, I have a public Facebook page, and I said on Facebook that my hope was that Navy SEALs or their EU equivalent were plotting the demise of Vladimir Putin. And I said that I wouldn't mind if it was, you know, in fact, my preference would be if it was humiliating, like, Saddam Hussein in a dirt ditch, but I wouldn't mind if it was the technique used to take out Osama bin Laden. And most people agreed with me, just that, you know, one person said, yeah, you know, kill the you-know-what. But some people were very, like, offended. And and I don't care if people are offended. Some people thought it was not polite or it's not professional. Whatever, that's their opinion. But to those people who think somehow by expressing myself, my hope that the Navy SEALs or their EU equivalent would be plotting the demise of Vladimir Putin is somehow in violation of my oath to uphold the Constitution, just misses the point entirely. Okay, the whole point of our Constitution is my right to express my thoughts and my desires and my hopes. Like, thankfully, government can't censure what I hope. And it's not unreasonable for me to hope that the Navy SEALs or the EU equivalent have some mechanism that's legal to take out Vladimir Putin. I mean, my God, 
We have laws here in the United States that justify the killing of someone who's going to break into your house to take your PlayStation. So, uh, you know, this is what we're fighting for, is not only our freedom to, uh, you know, live our lives, but to express ourselves. There's a lot at stake, and everybody should stand up, get involved, and that's what I hope to do here on this podcast. So thanks for joining. Please follow, subscribe, leave a review. Uh, The podcast can be listened to on iTunes, Spotify, or SoundCloud, and at the website, www.syndicatemedia.net. That's syndicatemedia with a C.net. 